There we go. There's a new jingle for the listeners, Matty. It's uh, our theme song for On the Road. It's almost Chris Alford's vintage, I reckon. He Is probably it? just he's probably been so distracted by that with memories of the um, Woodstock era that he's nearly driven off the road on the way to Maryborough. What vintage is this song? Sixties, Woodstock. Oh, yeah, you've no, never heard of no, no. I'm, I'm, if you've gone, maybe just gone the overs on Chris Alford there. I think just a touch. Unless he's been lying about his age for <laughs> for, for years and years. Is it a hey, puppet? Does that ring a bell? That tune? No, a little bit before my time, Matthew. Sixty-eight, I was born. Four, you're a fifty-three man or fifty-four. Fifty-four, yeah. Hey, we we're going to have a chat to Bob Kutchenmeister uh, in a mo as well. It's a it's an amazing sport. Mm. I'm looking at the promo for the Knights of Glory, and there's a few older faces on there. It's a great sport for. It's not ageist harness racing, isn't it? You get a, a long shelf life in harness racing. Uh, definitely, Matthew, and yeah, it was great to see Bob get the winner the other night. Were you still there at the end of the night, Chris? Did you have a chat to him? No, I talked to him at Geelong the week before when the same horse raced, and uh, yeah, unfortunately I wasn't there to see the joy on his face the other night. Yeah, can you believe it? It's just a great story, isn't it? I heard the guys discussing it on, on Racing Pulse this morning. It's not too often you get a trot story on, on the Channel 7 News on a Sunday night, but it really did cut through to people. Yeah, it did, and... Um, you know, that, that horse that he, he's got that won, um, it's just like I'd say if he didn't have it, um, it wouldn't be winning races like that. It's just like a one-person horse, and he gets along well with it. Tell us a bit about Bob. Uh, he's been around longer than you, but you've been around long enough to, to, to get to know him to a degree. What What is it about Bob Kutchenmeister that uh, means he's still competing at the age of 82? Uh, yeah, he's just a kind old fella. He, I think he's enjoyed his life, um, and I think he gets great joy out of the horses. I think that's probably mainly what keeps him going. He still drives around in an old uh, Chrysler, I think it is. We were talking cars the other night and I was telling him about my Hilux it's up to 853000 on one engine and he was chatting about his Chrysler out at some $1.3 million or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, just chat away. You imagine it'd be one of those old ones with the bench seat and the three on the tree and, uh, you know, one of those funny looking old wirelesses in there and no air con... Plush leather. Yeah, and no, it's got a few different panels on it too, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he drove limousines back in the day, Bob, I think. That might have been his uh, a pastime of his. Uh, hey, Chris, uh, what did you make of Queen Elida's performance there on, on Saturday night in the Dullard Cup? Uh, yeah, very happy with her run first up from a break and uh, she blew up a bit over the back and that run should um, top her off nicely for uh, the Southern Star this week. Yeah, you, you feel like she's going well heading into that race on Friday night? Yeah, for sure. She um, was probably a bit above herself. She tried to buck me out for two laps in the warm-up. So, uh, yeah, I'd say she needed the run. It's amazing with the, the, the trotters, the paces, the harness horses in general about their constitution. There's a lot of discussion, Chris, about um, whether we can expend, extend the spring carnival because the horses need a break. And they're a bit more delicate, the thoroughbreds, aren't they? But Queen Elida went through a whole Inter-Dominion heat and final campaign and... When you say she's uh, she's sort of now sort of coming back again into into fitness, she she would have only had a few days off, wouldn't she, to 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 recharge the batteries and go again? Yeah, she probably didn't even have a, a lot of whole days off, just more like just stayed away from the races, sort of thing. Uh, this afternoon, I think we get the final field for uh, the Hunter Cup on Saturday night as well. Barrier draw to be conducted tomorrow morning. Am I right in saying, Chris, that unless Max Delight gets into the field, you won't have a drive? Nah, probably not this year, which is unfortunate because he's racing really well. He's just had a horror, horror run with barrier draws, so his form doesn't look great. But um, I'm sure if in 
any of his last three or four races, if he had a decent draw, he would have been, you know, in good enough number form to get a run. You've won 300 Cups, is that right? Uh, yeah. Yep. So, 2003, 1999 and 2007. Have you got a favourite? Um, no, they're all pretty special, but um, I think mine for gold when he won. He was one from my dad's stable and uh, he was crook at the time and I think it boosted him up for a while and uh, that would have been the highlight. We might talk a little bit more about favourite Hunter Cups with Dan Malecki, Matty, and after midday. Have you got, have you got a favourite? Harness horse. Hunter Cup victory. Uh, Paris of, was Paris a fair Victoria Cup or, or Hunter Cup, Puppet? Yeah, that, that was Hunter Cup, yeah. Well, because it was that story, trained at Portland down on the beach there. Uh, just an amazing patch-up job, wasn't it? Uh, uh, with uh, Peter Tonkin, is that right? Yep, that's, that's the one. Yeah, he did a super job with that horse. Yeah, and Clayton Tonkin has always said that he, he's very un, you know, unemotional when it comes to you know the, the victories with Emma Stewart, but he burst into tears mm. that night and the float coming home because of the, the significance of that. Hey, can I just go sideways a tad? I was fascinated uh, when we had you on because I was thinking of Golden Rain, who won a Victoria Cup, so not, not a Hunter Cup, but... Yep. I don't remember any other harness horses wearing a shadow roll, and Peter Moody has just gone berserk with shadow rolls in recent times and can't lose a race. So, is it a common thing in harness racing? And, and when it is used, in the case of a Golden Rain, what, what sort of an advantage was the the sheepskin uh, for, for a horse like Golden Rain? Um, well, I think um, as a young horse, he used to step over marks on the track. Um, <clears throat> that's why he mainly wore it, and he never really had it taken off, but. Um, a lot of it's just for shadows. Some horses don't like them, whereas the gallops probably don't get a lot of shadows. I think it mainly just sort of keeps their head down without putting, um, you know, rings or an undercheck on them and stuff like that. Hey, uh, Chris, we've got to probably let you go in a minute because uh, the, the cooch, Bob Coochinmeister, is about to join us. I think he's on the line ready to go. So um, seeing as though the segment is on the road to the races, is there one today that we should maybe have a little something on? Have you got a best a best ro- uh, drive there today at Maribara? Um, yeah, I think probably my last one, Foxhart Johnny. He's racing really well. He's drawn seven, but um, he, he, he's running really well. If he has any luck, he'll be a, a good each-way chance at odds. Oh, there you In go, the mate. Paper, he's 26 26 bucks. Is odds on he out of that race or something? Pitts drive? Or is no. It still no, no, no. No, he's just racing really well. I wasn't going to have a bet today. Yeah, we go. Well, you got to wait to quarter past four, Matt. So. I've got $107 in my account, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're a lifesaver puppet. Thanks for that. Uh, what are you listening to on the way to the track? Um, Spotify? What's on? Uh, no, no. I just audio book um, about a DCI in uh, Scotland, actually. You, from memory, are obsessed with serial killers, are you not? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've sort of moved off that onto the books at the moment. So, a murder mystery but audio the, but book. But the, the book is about a serial killer. Yeah, and I had a... Yeah, I met my memory. Right. Was that you and I shared a weird fascination for Oh, serious. you've got the same fascination, Matt. Mate, and I've discovered some... You know how... It's a terrible way to describe it, Papa, but it's a bit of a numbers game, isn't it, with a lot of those ones? And I've found some in America that uh, did they threaten the scoreboard with some amazing performances. Oh, yeah, no, there's plenty of good things to listen to, that's for sure. Absolutely. All right, we'll let you get back to your yeah. serial killers on the way to Maryborough. Good luck today, Chris. Thanks. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Ah. There's the champion, Rainsman. Chris Alford joining us there, our first ever edition of On the Road to the Races.